It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, December 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We had a busy show today. Sure did. Sometimes we just kind of sit here and talk and that's the show. And other times we got all this other stuff going on. We need clips and we need music and we need totally. calls edited. And we yep. that was today. So it, it there's a lot. I think you'll enjoy it, though. I agree. Got a message yesterday on Twitter from a friend of the show who just started listening to the podcast. In fact, Tuesday's episode was the first episode they'd ever listened to. Wow. Here's the message. Just started the December 13th, 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Around 20 seconds in, the way it must have got uploaded, it really sounds like you call it a piss cast. I'm using Google Podcasts in case that matters. Just thought you'd enjoy knowing this. And I was like... That's intentional. That is entirely (laughs) intentional. I said it's a long-running joke, but I actually don't even remember why. Do you remember why we started calling it a piss cast? Was it like an autocorrect or something? Yes. Yes, I typed it in my notes. And it came up and as it, piss cast? Piss cast. And I don't know why to this day, and we went with it. Yeah, I couldn't even give this person an answer. Yeah, I was like, we've been calling it that forever. I, totally and I forgot about it. Yeah, but it was an autocorrect for sure. I was just like, yeah, that's staying. That is what it is now. Yep. Piss cast. <laughs> Not podcast, but a piss cast. Forever. Yep. That's how it will be forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the show today, we're going to do a eulogy for one of our co-workers' bad Movember mustaches. Um, talk about how you can grow some seeds in a way you may not have thought of. An etymology, Don Cherry's on the show. Uh, fu- names of funny mushrooms. <laughs> we tarried up another Christmas carol. Fush rooms. Talk about why a certain restaurant chain is so popular in this part of the world. Uh, another hilarious bumper sticker. An Urban Dictionary tourism ad. We haven't done one of these for a while. No, it's been a long time. This is where we go to like Urban Dictionary. We didn't actually use Urban Dictionary this time, but like... Just reviews. They're honest reviews from people who live in these places, and they're always not very nice about the place <laughs> so we made an ad around him and to kick off the podcast uh, what a friend my friend Colin texted and said was the greatest caller we've ever played on the show <laughs> this absolute Terry this yep. guy what a character this guy he is he truly lives the Terry lifestyle so you'll hear from him after you're out of context clip of the show I smoke like a chimney and drink V and S in 20 minutes or less I had to phone you because one my first name is what Terry is it actually is your name actually Terry Absolutely. Two, I smoke like a chimney and drink. Not like a chimney. I had a mullet that people used to die for back when mullets were in. So it's nice to see them making a revival, but I'm not growing mine back. And I used to wear a cowboy hat. <laughs> Terry, do you have a cut-off jean jacket? Uh, I used to. And, and not to show my belly. <laughs> and I used to go skiing at Fortress Mountain, me and my uh, best friend, and we'd have our cowboy hats on. Of and course we started you did. this little fashion trend, you know, and we'd have our cowboy hats on. And then, let's see, he had... He had a coyote tail hanging from his, and I think I had a fox tail hanging from mine. <laughs> so people always knew it was us, eh, when we were going down. You absolute were. animals. I that love was. you so much, Terry. <laughs> yeah. so, and not only that, like, I, I was raised in Alberta. Yeah. I'm a bit of a redneck. I was born in Saskatchewan, in Creighton, Saskatchewan, which okay. is right across the border from Flin Flon, Manitoba. Oh, yeah. That's God's country up so, there. Oh, yeah. Also, can what you say Manitoba one more time? Manitoba. I love it. All my relatives are in uh, 
Saskatchewan down around Yorkton, Margot, Wadena, Invermay. You got any uh, hot cousins out that way? or There's a pretty girl for every tree. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great. You even saying. have to think about that one. What do you, what do, you do for work, Terry? I, I, you know what? I actually can't say. Oh, that's okay. That's, that's fine. Fair. What yeah, do you drive? Honestly, what you driving? My personal vehicle or my work vehicle? Uh, both. Let's say. Uh, actually, both ways. Uh, say a half-ton truck. Yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. That fits the bill. And your old lady? She's still around. Which one? <laughs> I'm on number three, and we're not technically married yet, and we're good. Are you okay. going to get married? I, no, there's no need to. Yeah. No. Plus, she's still married. And then there's a big story behind that. Do you want to hear that one quick? Oh, God. So, she's from outside the country, so she moved here. I met her. We hooked up through OKCupid. And then uh, she was trying to get her daughter here from uh, where she's from, and then her ex, or sorry, her husband, because she's still married, brought the daughter up, and then he stayed here as well. Well, we all lived together for about uh, two and uh, two years, two and a half years. You and together. the ex-husband? Love him to death. Nicest, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, yes. that's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, we got along uh, famously. A little weird for other people to look at, but I said, hey, what does it matter? They're not together anymore. I know that for a fact. So. That's true. And he needed a place to settle into to become a Canadian citizen and everything. And that's all transpired now, so it's excellent. Well, I always tell people, Terry's got he's got a big heart, salt heart of the earth gold, kind of man. guy. Yeah. Shirt off his back. Yeah. yeah. You know, today it's, these days you can't even speak to somebody without it hurting their little feelings. I tell everybody, you know what? That would hurt my feelings too if I had any, but mm. I don't have any. So. <laughs> Terry, you've got some good lines as well. I'm glad. <laughs> Terry, you're just, you're just nailing you. it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I do love your guys' show, though. You guys are fantastic. I don't get enough time to actually listen to you in the mornings and stuff. And I, I got to say, I tried phoning you about four or five times because I thought, I'm going to get a hold of my lawyer. Because you guys keep... You guys keep like I'm Terry, and you, you, every time you guys have described me or the Terry on the radio, and you guys have that little thing going about uh, got smokes or whatever, yeah, yeah, I am, I am howling inside because I go, oh yeah, and I'm just having a smoke, you know, I'm hopping out of my vehicle to have a smoke or whatever I'm doing. I go, you guys. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I was reading this list yesterday that was suggesting some of the most underrated towns in Alberta. Ah, and okay. one of the towns they suggest was Vulcan and I mean that's a great idea except that all of the responses to Vulcan Alberta were hilarious it was people just crapping on it like just <laughs> crapping on it saying things like the name has potential to bring in tourism dollars but that locals then hate tourists and there's fights in the bars and all kinds of stuff so <laughs> it's this is kind of like when we used to do those Urban Dictionary tourism ads, like yes. where we would do a tourism ad for a place based on what people said about it on totally. Urban Dictionary, which is always negative. It's always, it's yes. people just crapping on the place they live. Absolutely. And so I figured we should probably take these people's real reviews of Vulcan, Alberta, and make an honest tourism ad for them. Visit Vulcan, a town with a lot of potential, but that leaves a lot to be desired. Vulcan has a tourist center shaped like a spaceship, but the fun stops there. Unfortunately, the locals hate tourists, so get ready to have a bad time. Suggested excursions include a trip to Furniture Villa. Or visit the town's archives, where you can read stacks of old newspapers covering the times where nothing happened. Or on special occasions, learn the art of canning. The Vulcan Country Inn is a great place to lay your head at night. It even has an ATM. 
May we suggest the Legion for a cheap pint? Just be sure to avoid the hotel bar. The six locals who go there hate each other and often fight. Vulcan, a place where even beer can't bring people together. But the tour center is shaped like a spaceship. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Earlier this week, we were talking about that truck that was parked beside my truck yes. at the mall with a window decal that said, I love hot mums. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. Actually, I think we got a message from somebody whose, whose truck it was. Really? Yes. Someone messaged and said it was, it was their neighbor's truck. Yes, this guy said, hey, I, I heard you talking smack about the sicker this AM. Glad it's still doing its trick and making people laugh. <laughs> he doesn't have a real name on Facebook, though. He's called Some Dude, but there you go. So I think that was actually his truck, which is amazing. Well, that's pretty funny. God yep. bless you, Terry. No, God bless um, you, Terry. Friend of the show, Bryce, messaged me, and he said, this is his message. That There's a car in our condo complex that has a I Heart Slots bumper sticker. The funny thing is, it's an older Haitian woman who drives the car. Oh, no. I'm too afraid to ask if she knows what it means. <laughs> oh, no. I said, well, I mean, it's it's totally possible that she loves sluts. Like, it's... It's true. It's possible. Yeah. Many people do. Yeah. But oh. it's also possible that... Does she you think know, it's... Does it stand for something else? Or, yeah, maybe she Some, bought the car off someone else and didn't really know it i don't know yeah i don't know or is she driving her nephew's car or <laughs> it something could it could be it could be driving her grandson's car around well can you imagine <laughs> hey grandma just drive this yeah don't worry about the deck hole in the back like oh my wonder, though, god how a nice old lady comes to drive a car i think with she an needs I love to be in, bumper sticker somebody needs to ask okay that person who lives in that complex i think he needs to sit her down and just ask out of curiosity because now i want to know she's like what yeah that's mine Love them. Yeah, it stands for, Love and slides. that she has something that it stands for. That you're like, nope, that's not it. V and S in 20 minutes or less. How did Boston pizza become such a staple of the Canadian prairies? Like, when I lived in Ontario, it wasn't a thing. Like, Boston pizza, and now there are Boston pizzas there, but growing up, like, there weren't, and we didn't really go, and I didn't know. And then when I moved to Regina, the move was to go to Boston pizza Go for Fishbowl Fridays, get drunk, you have some pierogi pizza, you get more drunk, and that's what you did. Like, you just, everybody was like, no, let's go to Boston Pizza. Where do you want to go for a nice night out? Boston Pizza. I think it's, every place kind of has their own chains that, for whatever reason, they're very loyal to. Like, in Ontario, you guys are crazy about Swiss Chalet. Yeah, but not and to this level. Like, that's just no? one that people don't like here, so we jokingly talk about how people there will go to Swiss Chalet, but it's not like this at all. No. Like... In a lot of places, I mean, Boston Pizza is kind of the only place to go yeah. if you're in some of the smaller communities. And I also wondered why that is. I was like, why is it the place that's in all these small town communities as well? And like, honestly, every time... It's the prairies. Across the prairies, right? It just is a very unique thing, and you're right, because those smaller towns have it. It's funny, I, I started looking into it, and I didn't realize this, that the first Boston pizza was started in Edmonton. Okay, that I don't think I knew. And that, all of a sudden, I had no idea Boston pizza was even Canadian. Really? For some reason, I, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was an American chain, probably because the name Boston Pizza. The owner is Jim Treliving from Dragon's Den. He's the dad of the Flames GM, Brad Treliving. There. Oh. Yeah. But I guess it was started out it started out with a Greek fella who who started okay. the chain and then it grew from there, but it was in 1963 that it opened in Edmonton. Yeah, and I was I didn't know if if Jim Treliving started it or if he just grew it. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, he probably just grew it. But in the the next one was Penticton in 68, and then the Fort Mac location after that. And when I was reading all this, I was like, okay, that makes more sense. It started in the prairies, mm-hmm. so that would be why it's such a big thing now. But I totally thought it was an American chain that just came in here, and I was like, what is the odd fascination with this chain? I also think it's like pretty consistent, you know? Yeah. I mean, sure, it might not be the very best pizza in the world, but it's good pizza. I think it's good pizza. No. And no. you're telling me if I slap down some Bandera bread in front of you, some cactus cut fries right now, and a schooner of beer, you would want to drive that home? I didn't say I wasn't. <laughs> I'm not bashing it. I, Of course I would. It's like pub food, right? Like you go and you get bread and deep fried pizza and stuff, and you're going to eat it. That's that's just normal. But yeah, yeah. And that's like, so you're in you're in Grand Prairie and you need to go out for a meal. Well, you know Boston pizza is going to, you know gonna what you're going to get. You know you're going to get good food and beer. Yeah. Like that's. It is weird that it's called Boston Pizza, though. I don't fully understand that. They said that it was just because it's very recognizable. Like, well, Boston's a famous city, so it's easy to remember. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. It is weird that it has nothing to do with the city of Boston at all. No. Yeah. They were also like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a cross between... You know, Boston-style pizza, and and I was like, no, now you're just making things up. Just weird. But, I mean, it is easy to say, and yeah. people do know Boston, so you I know, guess there you go. You know there's going to be sports on? Yeah. Maybe you'll win an NFL jersey. Four syllables, <laughs> so easy for Terry to say. Yeah. Boston pizza. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Terry Christmas to you, Shauna. And it's Terry Christmas to you. A very Terry Christmas to you. Terry Christmas to you and yours. And you as you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the past, we have made some Christmas carols. Uh, Terry, tearied up. This is that- become a yearly tradition. It truly yeah. has where we, yeah, you tarry up the Christmas songs. I mean, Mary and Terry, they rhyme. It goes very well together. Works well with Mary as in like to wish someone a Merry Christmas. Yes. It works well with like Mary, the mother of Jesus. Exactly. Terry just fits in there. The other thing I thought, I heard the song Jingle Bells the other day mm-hmm. and um, it, it's, it refers to itself as a slaying song. A slaying song, but yes. But there are several songs that mention sleighs and sleigh rides. and But for Terry, he's thinking sleds. Well, of you know, course. It's, it's a, he's thinking snowmobiles. Uh, it's yeah. not a slaying song for Terry. It's a sledding song. Mm-hmm. Rapping through the snow. In a thousand cc sled. 25 below. No helmet on his head. Going to drink some rye. In his buddy Gordo's shop. Can't get another DUI. So he has to dodge the cops. Oh. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We got a message in front of the show. Adam, picture of him and his sled out in the snow and he really appreciated that he did as a bit of a Terry who likes sledding 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 they all do all Terry's do I realize we're not the greatest singers so that (laughs) that segment might be you don't say painful in your ears but we've got a few more planned Mm -hmm. it's not over nope um, McKenna's having a bunch of her girlfriends over for uh, like a little Christmas get together tonight and a gift exchange and stuff her girlfriends, my boyfriends and I don't do that, but um, she wants me to come in at some point dressed as Santa Claus, uh, and I don't, like, it's a Thursday night, so I don't know how crazy everyone's getting. Right. I got my hands on a Santa suit, but then I don't really know what to do from there. Like, I don't have any gifts. I don't have... She didn't give you any gifts. She just wanted you to show up as Santa? Santa or as I call him, Hansy Claus. He's <laughs> Why? <laughs> he's handsy. You know, he comes in. Santa's had a few. He's coming in. He's getting a little handsy. No? Don't be handsy, Claus. I don't. 
Yeah, I mean, you could. No, I don't think that'll go over well. I don't. I don't think so. There will. There will be no handsiness. Yeah, that's. But that's his name is Hansy Claus. Trouble. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I guess he'll mix drinks dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Start stripping. <laughs> Pretend to be a hired Santa stripper. Would you like me to be sexy, Claus? And she's like, no, definitely not that. No, I know. So. That's really, like, if you're a stranger, it's one thing. But if you're, it doesn't work. <laughs> if you know everybody. Yeah. And plus, it's a Thursday night, so I don't know how wild everyone's going to be getting. Yeah. Maybe this is a terrible idea. We should tell her this is a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, you know where you can get pretty wild on a Thursday night, though? In a Shane Holmes paired home, thanks to that soundproofing, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, your neighbors could be having a rager. You wouldn't even know. Moving sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shaneholmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I was buying mushrooms yesterday, and uh, there's a type of mushroom called the white stuffers. <laughs> Which I, I had no idea that. That's funny. I found it hilarious for some reason. <laughs> I was like, give me some of those white stuffers. And then there's, of course, there's the shiitake mushrooms yeah. and the cremini's. And then there's the king trumpets. And then there's the chicken king of the, the king trumpets, which a good name for your bits, I'd say. We can see your king trumpet. I can see your king trumpet over there. <laughs> No white. Oh, that just all mixes. Okay. <laughs> and then there's the chicken of the woods and the hen of the woods mushrooms. Oh, which those are funny too. Also kill me. I don't know why I was just so amused by the the types of mushrooms. There's um, just so many different varieties. Maybe you're bound to get some funny names when there's. I suppose when you're so. With that many types of mushrooms. Yeah. Although nothing will ever be as funny as the apple names and the fact that all of them sound like strip clubs. That is still my pinnacle when it comes yeah. to the names of apples. Right. Like, like Eden. Pink P- lady. Blondie. Empire Keepsake. Golden Delicious. The Pink Pearl. Red Delicious. Right? Like, they all sound like strip Granny clubs. Granny Smith. I, that's, a, that's a strip club for somebody. I mean, that's niche, it's right? It's very niche. It's niche, but... Very niche. I mean, providing job opportunities, it's, ni- it's okay, niche. Okay, I can't stop envisioning now Granny's dancing up on stage, and I really want that to be a thing. Granny Smith. Yeah. The Gran- Granny Smith Strip Club. Oh, my God. Could be a hit. Um, make that happen. Apple names are funny. I would say even funnier are, are the names of some birds. Yes. Like, bird names are ridiculous. I mean, the you've titted got birds. Tits, yes. you've got boobies, right. you've yep. got babblers and gobblers and warblers and who comes up with those names really tick mouses and and the red chested and the oh yeah oh I know it's so funny ornithologists man yes I'd love to interview the people and be like, how do we find who names these things? Like, whoever is a namer. They got some 10-year-old kid in the back. He's like, what's this one called? It's got to be. He's like, Titcock. And you're like, all right, there it is. (laughs) Or somebody who just really likes the rippers for the apples. I just really like strippers. I can't help it. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So Alexander Ovechkin has a chance to tie Gordie Howe for second most goals all time. That's crazy. He scored number 800 the other night. He actually scored a, he had a hat trick. He had three goals. So he's got 800. Gordy has 801. He's not human, by the way. But anyway, yeah. Washington hosts Dallas tomorrow night. So that's going to be the next opportunity for this record to be tied or perhaps even broken. And I was looking through the record like list yesterday. And a couple things really stick out about that this particular record. So Gordy played like 460 more games than Ovechkin did to reach this mark. So Ovi got there in a hurry. Wow. Which makes his goal record that much more impressive. The other thing I noticed is that if you look at the NHL's all-time points leaders, in the top 20, Ovechkin is the only player with more goals than assists. 
Hmm. In fact, most of the guys have like far more goals or more assists than goals. So that tells you that Ovi shoots the puck. Yeah. When he gets the puck, he shoots it. He's, he sure he's does. way more inclined to shoot than pass. He shoots and scores. If the only guy in the top 20 points leaders with more goals than wow. assists. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of exciting. I mean, we're watching history unfold here in the NHL right now. I don't think Don Cherry would be crazy about this, though. Ovechkin is now third all-time in goal scored. He's only one behind Gordie Howe's record of 801. Uh, yeah, he's a good goal scorer, but he doesn't deserve to carry Gordie's elbow pads. Many people feel he's in the same league as Gordie Howe, Don. Gordie Howe, one of the finest to ever play good Canadian boy on the floor of Saskatchewan. I've never even seen him action back check. Does this have anything to do with his nationality, Don? Uh, you know that people get upset when I talk about the Ruskies and everything like that. Can't call them Ruskies. Uh, I know it doesn't matter what the records say. Gordy's way better than any Rusky will ever be. Support the troops. Let's go. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I was asked by Craig where the term sundog comes from. Like the rainbow around the sun? The rainbow around the sun. And if you look at a lot of them, it actually has two kind of false suns that go on either side of the sun. That's what yes. the, the big sun dogs are. Sometimes top and bottom too, I think, doesn't Sometimes it? Sometimes top and bottom as well. Uh, so the, the name sun dog comes from Greek mythology. And the belief was way back when that the god Zeus used to walk his dogs across the sky. So the sun was Zeus and those false suns on either side were supposed to be his dogs. Oh. So when everybody looked up, they would be like, oh, look, it's That's Zeus. That's really cool. And he's walking his dogs. It's very poetic, very beautiful. You ever seen a moon dog? Oh, I don't think I have seen a moon I've dog. I've seen a moon dog before at school. It's so the same sort of effect with the moon, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Out for a night stroll. That reminds me of my mom used to talk about how a crescent moon looked like God's thumbnail. So every time I look up and I see a crescent moon, I'm like, oh, look, it's God's thumbnail. He was clipping his nails and he, he didn't clipping. clean the bathroom counter afterwards. Yeah, and then... His significant other yelled at him for it. That's exactly what happened there. Mrs. God gave Mrs. him hell over it. Mrs. God was real angry about that. Yeah. Uh, I have an etymology request for you. Okay. Do this one. Where did the terms husband and wife come from? I was talking to Brigham yesterday, and I was like, "So I was like, so mom is my. He's like wife, and I was like, and I am her. And he didn't know husband. And I was like, husband's a weird word. It is husband weird especially. Word. Yeah. So it comes from husbandi, the Old Norse word, which just means master of the house. But that breaks down even further from hus, which meant, or meant house rather, and bondi, which meant to till or cultivate. Okay. So the original meaning of husband was essentially occupier and tiller of the soil. And then it came to mean master of the house. And then it became master of the house, and then it became your significant other. Uh, Wife, hilariously, much simpler. It comes from the old English with, which means woman. (laughs) So, woman and master of the house slash tiller of the soil. Thanks. That's really cool. Well, it sounds and like woman. It, it sounds like it won't be too much longer that we won't be allowed to say those it's words. So. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. V and S in twenty minutes or less. Yesterday, I was talking about how sometimes when I eat apples, I eat the seeds of the apples. Mm-hmm. It just you know sometimes it's annoying. You don't want to put it somewhere, so I'm just like I'll just eat the whole thing. In fact, I've the odd time even eating the stem of an apple. There has been times <laughs> where I've eaten the entire apple because it's that. I'm like, I don't know where to put these leftovers, especially in the car, I find. Anyway, 
Long story short, do you, eat, do you eat like banana peels and stuff too, or no? no, no you don't no, go that far. It's only the apples, and I don't okay. know why. And again, it's only in in sheer desperation when I'm like, what? They're what biodegradable. Do I... Fire them out the window. This is true. <laughs> that does make As sense. Opposed to firing them down your gut. I mean, so. it, I always thought the stem, I was like, sometimes the stem's so tiny, and at that point, like, everything <laughs> else is gone. I'm like, you know what? It's probably not bad for you. Although, that's what I used to think until I realized that the the seeds apparently have some cyanide in them. This is what we were talking about yesterday, which is a bit scary. I'm going to stop eating the seeds. But after we talked about this, we got this text from a guy who said that there was a gentleman on Naked Afraid who ate a bunch of tomatoes, pooped, and then watered his own poop to grow tomato plants. Yeah, because he knew that he wouldn't have access to food out there. Yeah. So he, like, prepped for it. Now, this is the type of MacGyver behavior that I am most impressed with. And, of course, after hearing that, I was like, is that actually true? Can you do this? And it turns out you can. Like the seeds will survive? Yes. Tomatoes and watermelon are the easiest to grow your own plants with your poop with because the seeds aren't easily digestible. So... It'll actually go right through your system. Mm -hmm. And then poop, of course, is fertile. We know this because we use dung to fertilize lots of things and mixed in with with fertilizers. True. And that is how some plants spread their seeds, too, is through the scat of of wildlife that eats the seeds. And yeah. And we also can provide this ability. There's a lot of stories, apparently, about like wastewater treatment plants and how there are tomato plants that grow outside of them. And it's because of this exact reason. I don't know why that seems really gross. It sounds well. It, of course, it's know, disgusting. But then, specifically, when you think, why that part was really gross? Because it's your own poop that you're watering to make a plant. But then again, think about the poop and the fertilizer we have. Yeah. It's like, the, well, did you ever see or read The Martian? The Martian with Matt Damon. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's how he survives with. Uh, he grows potatoes in his own his own waste. So it could, yeah, I could, I could see it happening. Maybe in between animals spreading tree seeds yeah. around, and that guy. Growing potatoes in his poop? Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who are looking for survival, uh, just remember that you can actually grow plants within your own poop. Okay. And it makes more sense in a survival situation. You know, like if you had company over and like, ooh, these tomatoes are so fresh. You're like, thanks, I grew them in my own dump. Although, honestly, that Ah. too, people would brag about that, right? (laughs) It was my crap. It is... It is fertilized by my own crap. Gross. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So Justin finally got rid of his terrifying Movember mustache. Yeah, it's December 15th. Yeah. He did not want to let that thing go, did it, he? It took some time, <laughs> which is super strange. There's still lots of good Movember mustaches kicking around. I know. Justin's wasn't one of the better ones, but God bless him. He raised a thousand bucks by growing it. He so. did, and that's yep. all that counts. Yep. And I always think, you know, I respect the hell out of every dude who does that and can't really grow a mustache, and then we'll do it in the month of November. Yeah. I'm always, it's, it's a very valiant and noble effort. It's a good cause. Uh, he did ask us, though, if we could send it off in true Beckler and Shauna style. Which Yeah. So there's a video up. <laughs> a very sad video in black and white of him shaving it. Yes. And we provided the eulogy for that. Which we would like to just replay for you in case you missed it. We are gathered here today to remember Justin's mustache. Well, attempted mustache, at least. Justin gave it his best go, and it was something. Uh, It looked a little like a dead caterpillar atop his upper lip. A bit like the wings of a battered eagle attempting to soar out of his nest for the first time. Even a little bit like his nose took a feathery turd above his lip. Anyway, the mustache is no more, and I mean, I can't say we're all that sad about it. Luckily, for those who did like it, even though it's now gone, it will live on in our memories for months to come. Perhaps forever. 
Some of us may even need therapy. Ashes to ashes, duster to duster, and now for a musical tribute from Beckler. Dusters in the wind, all we are is dusters in the wind. listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.